0: Hey, hey, good bitches, and welcome to this week's episode of How to Be a Good Bitch. I'm Jules Rangi, how you are?
1: And I'm Jody Clark, and we're just two good bitches trying to live good lives. <laughs> Today, we're sharing some of the
0: low points of our lives because there is a lot of content there, isn't there, Jodie Clark? <laughs> There's a hell of a lot of low points. We help a listener out with should you sleep with someone on the first date? And our confession uh, comes to you today. Let, let, let me give you a little tip, Jodie Clark. Mm. Oh. I'm sorry. I keep doing the double, the double <laughs> name again. Um, the confession is daddy's home. Oh, I like like that little name. First of all, as always, my love, what have you been up to? Give me the tea.
1: Well, I've honestly been having the goddamn time of my life. Yes, we'd love to see it. Why? What have you been doing? we love to see it. We'd love to feel it. I, I was just saying to Jules before, like, I'm just feeling so happy and content these days. What, what's changed? Can like you pinpoint something? Honestly, like the last few weeks, I've just been completely just doing me. I've been really getting back into my exercise every day, doing something um, for myself, whether it's a run, an, ex- an exercise class. I really let that go. Mm. And um, it sounds so simple, but just – Doing my own thing now. Yeah, I'm not interested in dating for the time being. I've just put all of the energy and focus into myself and the podcast mm-hmm. and, and our goals and, and stuff that we're working on. And it just has just brought me a lot of joy. Just being reminds me. Are you mm, on the apps? No. Okay. Completely okay, okay. fucked yep, them yep, yep. off. I'm not on anything. I, I genuinely have no interest. But if I did, I'd still be on there trying mm. to put myself out there. But I just kind of had enough. I just want to take a break. And I also came to the realization, Jules, Mm -hmm. I didn't, I hadn't really paid much attention to it before, but I realized that my Venus is in Pisces. Okay.
0: So explain that to me, because I get the star signs and I kind of get rising, which is how you present, but what on earth does this mean?
1: So that means that in terms of where Venus was Mm -hmm. at the time that I was born, it was in Pisces. But Venus, does that mean love? Yes. Okay. So it's all to do with how you love. It's like the love planet. Okay. So it governs all areas of my life um, in terms of love and romance. Yeah. And I never really understood why when it came to my, you know, my my dating and love style, why I was so soft hearted Mm -hmm. when I was like, I'm so strong minded and. Mm -hmm. and bossy and all other areas Mm -hmm. it's like I'm a completely I'm I'm I do the shift Mm -hmm. when it comes to my love Mm -hmm. life and other Mm -hmm. people have picked on to picked up on it too Mm -hmm. and it and I and once I started doing research into Mm -hmm. Venus and Pisces shout out to any GBs who are the same but it made a lot of sense it made a lot of sense to me and now I realize why I'm the true romantic because I know
0: Pisces being, because one of my best mates is Pisces, and isn't that like extremely emotional? Isn't it like the most yes. emotional
1: character? Emotional, sensitive, intuitive, yeah. empathic. We are like you know we we have a tendency to be a little bit too idealistic sometimes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. you know, like we're really looking for that, you know, soulmate connection. We blow smoke up people's asses. We mm-hmm. don't always look at things for what they truly are. We mm-hmm. idealize scenarios and that's where I fucking played myself in mm-hmm. um, previous relationships. And we take things personally, we take things to heart and it, it makes those knocks quite hard.
0: Yeah. No, Do you know what I, I mean? Because I think we talked about this before mm. and I was like, even when I come over and I'm like, oh, are we still talking about him? Oh, God, it's been at least a week. Like, get over it. <laughs> Jody, the emotional creature that she is, wants to dissect everything and wants to know exactly at what breath that they took that it all went wrong, like it, at exactly what pinpoint that it went wrong. And me being a strong Virgo, I'm like, oh, my God, rolling my eyes, like hurry up, let's get over it. But does that bring you clarity, my dear?
1: Yeah, well, we have we have you know we make the mistakes sometimes um, with being a bit self-sacrificing mm, mm-hmm. in our relationships, and um, I realised in my last scenario I absolutely was doing that. I'd really taken a back seat in terms of my own goals and you know myself essentially, and I I realised that I tend to put all the emphasis onto who I'm dating, and it's all, it just becomes all about them. Mm, mm-hmm. And I realised once I got out of that situation, I was like, no, fuck this. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this shit anymore. Mm. Um, and I just really like to pull apart the lesson. There's mm. always something great to take out of every situation. There's always a learning. And I guess this past three weeks, things have just been, you know, clicking for me. Mm. Um, definitely been, you know, in the words of Kylie Jenner, realizing stuff. The year of realizing stuff, go back and listen to our first episode <laughs> if you have not. I know. So yeah, I'm just feeling super content and just feel like I'm back on track.
0: Gorgeous. Okay, and you met up with one of our girlfriends slash one of your besties last night. Was that right?
1: Yes. Had a wonderful evening, some really great chats. She's doing amazing. Um, oh, I
0: love that. I love when Jodie checks back in on me when I'm like, <laughs> how was um, – I'm trying to think of a friend who's like Sophie. You know, Sophie. And, you know, and they're like, she's doing really well. I'm like, yes, bitch. There's nothing I like hearing more than a, one of our girlfriends doing well.
1: and It's just women woman. W- woman winning. We yeah. just – Love to fucking see it. Mm-hmm. And um, she's she's a little sensitive one like me as well. So we, we always end up having these DNMs and talking about where we're at and our self-development and oh, uh, we're, just, we're just about that life. So we, we always have good conversation. Mm-hmm. And um, I was always thinking just – I was also thinking about how hectic um, I've just been in my other Day job, work wise. And I was thinking, why is it that people get so stressed out during Christmas? Mm. It's like the world goes bloody berserk. Yeah. I know that we have obviously a lot more going on. And I guess. You know, people are trying to wind stuff up. But why do you, th- what is it about Christmas that you think stresses people out so much?
0: It's that countdown. Hey, it's like, do you remember when everyone thought the world was going to end in like 20, 2012 or 2012 or something? And everyone was like, oh my God, the computers are going to stop. <laughs> I feel like every boss thinks yes. that. As soon as it's December 23rd, they're like, oh, well, Jesus Christ, what are we going to do? Can't, I can't answer that for you. Don't have a job.
1: I mean, I just love that for you. I'm fucking envious. <laughs> you always want what you don't have. Eh? Like, Like, God, I miss my, my career breaks. What a beautiful time. Mm, mm-hmm. And you've been having so much fun, though. It's too much fun, some should say. <laughs> too much fun. Can you ever really have too much fun, though? Uh, yes, when your health is declining and your bank is declining. <laughs> I guess there is a a
0: limit to the madness. Uh, Yes. Speaking of too much fun, Mm. shall I tell you about my past fortnight? Yes. Please get into you. So I was like, okay, this one's going to be like, I can kind of foresee the fortnight when we like last recorded, And I was like, oh, chilled. It's going to be a chilled one. (laughs) So last weekend it was, oh, it was Frida's nightclub last night ever. Oh my gosh. Every time a nightclub closes down in Sydney, a little piece of Jules dies. <laughs> like that is like one of my ten fingers and ten toes. I get very sad. We go through a mourning period. Yeah, so I went to there last night and I was like, oh, I feel bad for them because they can't even have, have like a rager, you know, because like, we all have to be seated down in ten people, you know. So it's not even Frida's vibe. So I did that and then um, on the Sunday I met up with one of my old girlfriends for a bottomless brunch. <laughs> Let it be known, everyone knows I'm not a um, – I am no stranger when it comes to bottomless, but I forget that some of my girlfriends are. And bottomless is quite a journey. It's quite a um it, it is you, you got your endurance pack. You may as well have a camel back attached to you. You got your running shoes on. It's a long process. You so. know what they
1: should bring into the mix? You know when you go hiking mm-hmm. and you've got those those backpacks on yeah, and you've yeah. got the little hose in your mouth. Put the little goonsack on your doll. What? I don't know what the fuck that's called. Let's just call it a hiking goonsack. That would really Could take Could we sh- not
0: just strap a cooler bar to the back of us, <laughs> jet off across the fucking neighbourhood? I feel like would. I would, would <laughs> literally, no one would even be shocked if I did that, which is the sad thing.
1: That would really take shit to the neck, <laughs> the, the neck live. So
0: I did Bondless with one of my girlfriends and I will say, one of my character strengths is that I know how to have a very good time and I, I'm very like, good at sussing things out of where to go next, you know? Once again, Tourism yeah. Sydney, where you at? You are good. So we're at this Bondless brunch. And I go, oh fuck, we're only two suburbs, two suburbs over. Mm. Should we do a little pub crawl on the way home? And mm. she was like, fuck yeah! So we're doing a pub crawl on the way home. We basically stop at every bar we pass, and we have like glass of wine. Yeah. So by the time we get to the third bar, and by the way, we've just done a bottomless. What, what's that? Like six, probably like six bottles between the two of us, like three yeah. bottles of wine. We get to the final pub. You know you would know exactly what pub it is. It's right <laughs> next to my house, thanks by. <laughs> we get to the final pub. My housemate comes and meets us. It's probably 6 p.m. at this point. Um, and my girlfriend who I've been with from the start, she's like, I need to go to the bathroom. She goes to the bathroom and I'm just fucking chin bagging away, vaping, vaping, whatever. And my housemate goes, Is your mate alright? And this is like, <laughs> half an hour later, and I go, She's fucking fine you know when you're drunk and you're like oh yeah whatever like ugh, yeah, ugh, yeah. don't bring my vibes down like ugh. so here i am i'm just like sculling drinks 45 minutes close past and she goes no seriously i reckon you actually need to go check on her and i was like oh whatever okay i'll do it, <laughs> oh, God, I'll do it. no because i just knew this was a girl i just knew she would be fine don't worry i'm I'm mama Jules. don't <laughs> worry i go to the bathroom and i'm knocking on the door and i'm like babe there's no answer
1: oh no and it's
0: locked and obviously i'm like Babe! <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, Bolmus has killed someone. It's finally we've had a fatality. Finally! I knew that it would kill someone. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, oh no, she's fucked, fucked. I opened the door. She's vomiting. She's passed out vomiting. I put her over my shoulders, carry her back to my house. Don't, don't forget, I have to walk past all of the couples who are having a little roast chicken dinner at 6 p.m. Uh, on a Sunday. Here I am off. carrying my girlfriend out <laughs> blind. I'm wearing speed dealers and a cowboy hat. They're probably like, whoa, do less. Yo, girls, do less. Who's winning, Jules? So who's <laughs> winning? So we go home um, and anyway, but we, me and my husband, I call her boyfriend, give her the bucket next to the um, couch you know, whatever. She's fine. And but me and my housemate, we've got these cowboy hats and like sunglasses and we pull up my roller door and we're dancing in the street and we're dancing in the laneway to um, Stevie Nick's edge of seventeen. And Jodes, mm. the sun was setting and I'm holding my housemate's hand and we are dancing and laughing. And I have never I looked to the sky and thought, I'm so happy I could die. Oh, I, I just thought I'm so happy. I just thought fuck, I have a good life. Like this is what life is about. Truly. It's in between the boat parties. It's in between the fucking benders. Like, you know, like <laughs> it's, it's the moments in between that I'm like, I could die. I'm so
1: happy. It's the moments in between the benders oh. where you truly find
0: yourself. <laughs> like sand
1: through the hourglass. These are the days of our lives. Oh, anyway, um, oh,
0: so that good. was all good. Bended, whatever. Uh, I would like to say we fucking manifested something last weekend. Well, last episode, shall I say? Me and you. You and I. Y- wow. What did we do? I lost my bag and had to pay an Uber driver to get it back.
1: Oh, no. Literally. We were literally just talking we about just that. We just said that. So $50 fucking cash. Uber driver. Thank you.
0: Yeah. And you know, to the you know, sometimes you're sitting, you're like, "Fuck, how okay, how much do I really need? My car keys, my phone, my wallet." You know, when you're thinking about it, I was like, "Oh, Jules, just bite the bullet and fucking pay him." It's more so the principle of it all. I don't want to pay for my shit. So he
1: straight up
0: told you that you had to pay him fifty dollars. No, he said I can go out to Riverwood and get it, which is going to be a 50 fifty dollar Uber there. But uh, people who don't live in Sydney, that's like an hour, a solid hour out. Out there and what so the two-hour trip. What he doing in Riverwood, yeah. you well, That's creep. where he lives, oh, literally. Geez. Shout out to our Riverwood GBs. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, Riverwood <laughs> <laughs> so that was, yeah, lost my bag, classic. Um, and then what did I do this week? On Wednesday I went to a, like, influencer boat party with my housemate. It's Joe's. They're so just promise me we'll never become like those bitches. No, I
1: just think that shit's so boring to it's me. It's so wanky. We were playing golf
0: off a boat in Sydney Harbour. Don't worry, the privilege is not lost on me. It was just so, ugh, ugh. everyone's just so wanky. Yeah. Watch me say this, and then next episode I'll be like, and that's why I use high smile.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then we here at Goodby Media, <laughs> bank with Commonwealth Bank. I'm probably like
0: ruining all our partnerships <laughs> just in just one episode, but fuck it, Swanky. Um, and then, <laughs> d- drum roll, please, the <laughs> biggest news. What? So I went on a date with uh, um, yes. with Choke, what are we going to call them? Choke, Choke Daddy. Choke Daddy. GBs, you've got to go back and listen to our episodes in chronological order. Otherwise, you're going to think we're batshit insane. Yeah, Like, so there was a guy I met at a party. I'm not even going to tell you. Go back and listen to the last episode. He choked me in a sexual way and said he's going to, he's going you to take You need to me keep out. our pay. Yeah. So lo and behold, he hits me up and he says, are you free next Thursday at a bar? Date and time. Jodie, let me just tell I mean- you that again. That, Date and time. I
1: mean, I'm, I'm creaming my pants Literally.
0: right now. So I get there and I think I made a joke and I was like, oh, shit, we should have made a booking. Like, I forgot about COVID. And he was like, oh, no, I made a booking Daisy. I was like, hey, beep, like, for wow. this time. And I was like, king. Uh. But it's how we, we sound so deprived when we say that shit, but it's actually so rare.
1: Uh, yeah, it sounds tragic, but. It's very rare. Again, I just tingled a little bit downstairs <laughs> when you said that. But I think this podcast
0: is giving me mad trust issues.
1: Really? Why? Wouldn't
0: change it for the word, world. World. <laughs> Wouldn't change it for the world. But when we sat down and when we got talking, we obviously naturally we started playing flex mommy cards once again. Please yes. listen to all our episodes so you know what the fuck we're talking about. Every answer he said, I was like, whoa, to the point he was like, and that's on feminism. No. I was like. I am dripping wet my panties are
1: soaking like everything
0: he said these poor guys though they can't win
1: we love a feminist daddy yeah
0: but everything he said I was like oh I was looking at him sideways like fuck do you listen to the podcast because even when he was like to me manners is number one I was like
1: yo that's my thing I reckon he's so done the pre-suss so nice. but, he fucking has. Cause he would have gone on your insta and then from your insties, he would have found goopy podcast, then he's had a little fucking listen. They do the same shit to me, and then they try to act coy. It's like,
0: boy, no, you've been listening, bitch. I know, but I don't think guys are like they're dumb dumbs. Boys are dumb dumbs. Like girls, obviously, we would. Sus- when I meet a guy, I'm like, "How's your cousin's best friend's dog going?" You know. <laughs> Whereas when guys, you know, it's like with all your exes that I've met, they're like so dumb. Like they like, oh, I don't listen, and it's oh, no. It I reckon it's they're insane. full of shit.
1: They're. I reckon they're full of shit. They're listening. They're watching. But, they just act like they don't. They aren't. Yeah.
0: So it was. Um, it was good. I mean. Uh, we were having fun. He was very much on the same wavelength. Like, mm. I'm, I like to have lots of fun. So, you know, we, he, when we um, the waiter came over, he was like, I reckon we should just start with margaritas and see where that takes us. I was like, oh, that's something I would say wow. instead of being like, Ugh, I'm not I'm working tomorrow one beer please I'm really vibing this Yeah, and then I was like I feel like oysters because remember we've been craving them for ages Yes, and he was like All right, oysters he goes oh look they're doing the pairing as well we may as well get the pairing with the champagne I was like Um, whoa yeah we want the pairing great. and then obviously our two hour time slot was up so we got kicked kicked out I'm saying that in um, quotations got kicked out and he was like well where to next I was like you are my guy wow my fucking guy we went and got like um, late night dinner like full dinner at like 10pm in Redford and then we're walking home because we live in the same suburb. We're walking home and he goes, so will I get a second date? And my, I'm very, um, how would you say, cold. And <laughs> I'm just not, a, <laughs> like, <laughs> cry, I'm Fusty. not very affectionate. Like it takes me a lot, a lot to warm up to um, men, like mm, a lot. Like I'm very, yes. so I was like, oh, we'll see, like jokingly. And he goes, all right, well then come here then. Grabs my hand, pulls me towards him. Literally does the choke thing again and starts fully hooking up with me. Cars are beeping as they go past because my skirt's riding up. I thought, oh, this is a moment in history. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, he's got a really good tongue. I think I would like to have sex with him.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, I'm fucking living vicariously yeah, yeah, through you yeah. now. So
0: got another date next week. So hopefully oh. he's not listening because uh, I would like – I'm DTF. <laughs> anyway, he's so
1: listening.
0: I've been gas bagging. I feel like maybe we should go to break. Yeah, let's do it. All right, guys, we are back with Main Topic. Now, the reason why I decided to bring up this segment, Jodes, was because decision, <laughs> you a few of the GBs have been writing in being like, oh, my God, Jules is so wild. You girls are so outrageous. And I tell my friends this. And my friends go, oh, doll, this is the tip of the iceberg for you. Like, they don't even know you at your wildest. And I thought, there's a fucking good point, Jodes. It they don't know point. us at our wildest, so Jodes, I would like you to tell me one <laughs> of your most fucked up stories, please. <laughs> oh
1: god. Okay, <laughs> this photo. <laughs> this photo. Fucking, fucking fu- hell, mate. We've had a few seltzers. It's a bit. It's a bit fucking spritzy.
0: How are they no carbs? I don't believe this, but whatever. <laughs> Eight drinks in. I'm like, I don't believe. It's anyone. a bit
1: fucking spritzy back here. <laughs> so this story, honestly, I reckon this is my most embarrassing story. Hit me, hit me. Like for sure, top five. Top five? <laughs> so not embarrassing, just top five, yeah? Top five of all time, if not number one. Wow. In, t- in terms of just sheer mortifying, just embarrassing, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to take you, Jules, to the scene of the crime. Please do. It's 2014, okay? And we're at the Rocks Markets. In Sydney CBD. Very wholesome of you. Don't, have you ever been there yourself, Jules? Yeah,
0: with a boyfriend, ages, very wholesome vibes. I love oh, it. Oh, how did you buy a little keyring saying I love Sydney, did you?
1: Yep, some, <laughs> probably some bullshit like that. Look, it was back in the day. They do, you know, your arts and crafts, your street food. If you haven't been before, as Jules said, very wholesome event. Absolutely packed out with people. A lot of tourists. A lot of tourists, yeah. So my girlfriend and I had been navigating this market for hours, right? We decided we needed a little pick-me-up. pick, pick me up. So we decided that we were going to get iced coffees together. No harm in that. No fucking harm in that at all, right? So we got these large, delicious beverages. Everything's hunky-dory. I'm still loving my life at this point. Mm-hmm. I would say... About 20 minutes in, after consuming said beverage, I start to feel sick. What kind of sick? Sick in the stomach or sick in the head? I mean, you you can't treat everything at once, Jules. (laughs) Sick in the stomach. Okay. I go to my girlfriend and tell her I'm not feeling well and we should probably, you know, Mm. go soon. She's like, cool, babe, all good. I start to feel really Really bad, mm. like you know that feeling cold to the touch, mm. like clammy, mm-hmm. and you're ghosty pale on the face. Mm. Like I look like death, and she knows at that point. She's like, "Damn, you are not looking good." Mm. So I say, I say to her, "Look, I really need to go to the bathroom." Like it was that kind of sick, but we're in the fucking rocks, right? Yeah, you buy the water. There's nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. There's not even like a big pub. Right? Yeah, nah. There's no pubs or portaloos down there. It's actually fucked. It's all gift shops, right? A complete fuck around. Trust me. Gift shops
0: and hotels. It's really touristy.
1: I sussed the situation. Mm. There was nowhere for your gal. So things have escalated at this point. And now I'm in my girlfriend's tiny Nissan Micra hyperventilating. I need to also add in that it's Christmas time. Oh, God. And what? It's fucking stinking hot as well. You're joking. Yep. They do these fucking markets around Christmas time. It's fucked. Why the fuck were you guys there? I don't fucking know, Jules. Okay, okay. Never again. So it's Christmas time. Traffic is fucked. We are back to back on George Street in the city. And I turn to my friend and I say, I don't think I can hold this. She's like, what the fuck do you mean? I don't think I can hold this in. She's freaking out at this point. Like this bitch, you think I'm crazy? She's fucking OCD, right? She has furry seat covers and pom-poms on the rear view mirror. What, the Playboy dice? Yes, she's like a girly girl. Oh, what, does she have a flip phone as well? Mate, gotcha, gabbana, bring, bring. Mate, fucking everything. <laughs> she, she takes care of herself. She's girly girl. At this point, we are breaking laws in the car. Mm -hmm. We are running red lights. We're screaming at each other. I'm crying and apologizing, screaming, crying. She's screaming at me. It's a complete fucking meltdown, okay? We're speeding through the suburb of Surrey Hills and things have truly deteriorated. We're on Crown Street at this point. I'm like, babe, it's coming, What the fuck is coming, she says. I say, I am going to shit myself in your car. She says, no, you're fucking not. We eventually reach the street of my house in Redfern. As we reach the street of my house, it starts flowing out of me. And I'm not talking a bit of booze poo. Mm. I'm not talking like a cute little line, like what your (laughs) fucking boyfriend's left for (laughs) you. Okay, this is more like the mints and spaghetti bolognese. Why does she not kick you out at crown? This must be a real one because I'd be like, okay, cool. Goodbye then. Mate, she's one of my besties. At this point, okay, so I have defecated myself in my own pants. We can both smell it. So we know it's real. She lets me out of the car. We do not speak. I run to my house and I'm greeted by my flatmate at the door. I scream at him and run to the toilet. I empty my jeans in tears. Oh no, you're wearing jeans as well. Thank fuck I was wearing jeans. Do you reckon? Because wouldn't it smush onto your hair? Wouldn't it smush onto your skin more? Mate, it was a situation, but the... The number one thing that I was grateful for is that it didn't smush all over her car seats, and I think that's because
0: she'll be picking that out with a fucking a comb for days. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Oh god!
1: Thank God I was wearing jeans, and that was the day it kind of sealed it up, did it, mate? It sealed that shit right up, figuratively, and that's how I found out that I'm lactose intolerant. And you know, we're still friends to this day. And I, it truly. Oh, you though? Has she said that? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I've got the screenshots. I can post okay, the GB story. But I mean, that, thank God it was one of my best mates. Because could you imagine, Jules, mm. if that happened to you and you happened to be on a nice little market date? A first, with a, yeah, a first date yeah. or, or even a friend like an acquaintance, right, or someone you didn't know as well. Like thank God I was with like a girlfriend. And this girlfriend's actually like vomited in her handbag at my house one time. So like we we're, we're very supportive of each other. I'm going to say this straight out, right? Vomit is
0: child's play compared to shit and don't even come for me. Vomit to me is like spitting heavily. Vomit is nothing – Compared to shit. You could vomit all over
1: me, but don't you dare shit on my couch. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I mm. fully shat myself. It was like mm. chunks, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, so feral. Like, when I had to go to the toilet, I had to actually, like, empty the situation. Oh, God, Jodie. Okay, I get Am it. I going too far nah, now? No, nah, no, I just get
0: it. Like, I'm <laughs> saying, like, I can actually picture it too perfectly.
1: But I'm just saying, can you understand now why that's probably top five embarrassing stories? Yeah, no, that's fucked. I would actually never do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks for your fucking judgment bench.
0: <laughs> so it's the girl coming in hot with like, I was like, where to begin with my stories? <laughs> Literally, and I called up one of my best, um, my best guy mates and I was like, this is the segment we're thinking of doing. What should I say? And he was like, oh, Christ. And he was giving me all of these gold ones. I was like, fuck, I have to choose one. Okay. So.
1: I mean, it's hard when we fucking talk about you pissing on the floor in like an ordinary episode, like the bar has to be very high for this. Literally.
0: And then it's like, oh, in your past. I'm like, <laughs> past, past. <laughs> but, okay, um, go, okay go. so briefly, um, obviously I was um, escorted off an island and I don't mean the island. I mean, like like Hawaii, the islands, like oh. Rottnest Island. It's called Rottnest in Perth. Okay. I was Spentance, police Spentance. Police escorted off an island, so you can imagine what went down there. That's not even my, my worst, not even worst, my like funniest story. My funniest story probably was when I was on a family holiday in Bali. I was probably like 16, 17. So this was a weird age for me when I could go out, but I couldn't go out, but I could go out, but I had a fake ID. You know, when it was kind of like you can drink at home, but they didn't really know how much I was up to. On yeah. the flip side. It's, you're in the grey zone. Completely. So I was allowed to go out um, for a drink um, in Bali and um, I, went, I was on a, um, a family holiday, like I was saying, and I went out with one of my uh, one of the girls on the other family's side. I don't even, you know, one of your friends when you're growing up with.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah.
0: So we went out and any um, Bali bogan or any Perth bogan or um, anyone of that nature will remember two words. The green box. So the green box was like the size of this room, Jodes, the size Mm. of a bedroom painted all green and they were like alcohol for sale on a cardboard sheet of paper, the most dodgiest place you could ever find. But they were like, um, I think they were having a sign that said, hundred shots of Iraq so Iraq is this really I think it's illegal now in most countries because it like burns your insides this is <laughs> like, it's actually, like your kind of I was like oh, I'm basically saving money but it's basically gasoline like I'm not even kidding it actually Fuck is, yeah off. so it's like a hundred shots for a hundred rupees which in Australian money is like ten dollars so obviously 16 broke jewels you know no money no friends whatever I was like sign me up I'm saving money so buy these shorts do all of these shots me and my girlfriend go to the phone party in Bali and she reckons that I was just dancing on a podium and it was like something like just touched me and I literally just stood up like a pole and fell into the crowd like a beam, like something came over me. It wasn't like I got sloppy drunk. It was like, and I think that's the nature. That's the real beauty with shots. Yes. It can either hit you in 20 minutes or two hours. You really don't know. It really comes out of nowhere, doesn't it? So I'm on this podium and my girlfriend's watching me and she just reckons it was like I was like just literally just yeah, was in shock and I just fell into the crowd, smashed my face. Obviously I couldn't move because I was paraplegic two security guards are oh my god she might be dead they're hyping it up they're like no she might be dead so they carry me like a milkshake so one of them takes my arms the other one takes my legs they carry me across suburbs so literally they're carrying me through the busy streets of like a milkshake so my skirt is up around my head you know when like just drunk girls I've got vomit all over me they carry me to my hotel, where they dump me at reception, or dumps a harsh word, but they leave me at reception. Yeah. My girlfriend's still crying.
1: Aww. Obviously,
0: reception. Calls my parents, being like, Your daughter is dead in our reception. My parents come down, they were just like, literally wanted to give me a smack bum. Like, they were just not having it. So, and they're like, Well, fuck, we can't carry her either. So they put me on a pool trolley and reel me, they wheel me around the hotel room. (laughs) so people were coming out of their hotels being like oh my god like pull you know when you pull your um your dressing gown gown together and you're like holy they were clutching pearls (laughs) being like oh my goodness everyone thought I was dead and here I am I was like almost butt naked being reeled around and that's kind of the end of the story and that is another reason why I will not be having children
1: that sounds fucking traumatic. But that's, like, one of many I have.
0: Like, oh my, my parents must be so tired, just really tired.
1: Like, mine's just straight-up embarrassing. Yours is, like, <laughs> yours is like traumatic as fuck. Oh, my gosh.
0: Well, on that traumatic note, shall we go to break?
1: Yes, let's go to break. And for the love of God, make sure that you're following us on Instagram at goodbepodcast.com. Do not miss out. Okay, get into it. All right, you naughty little good bitches. You're back with Jules and Jodes from How To Be A Good Bitch. And we're going to head straight on into our listener question. Please. All right, I'm going to read this verbatim straight from the DMs, this one actually. Love that. Please write into us at Goodby Podcast. Yep. Or if you're too shitey shy, go to our website, www.goodbypodcast.com, and you can actually submit your question or confession completely anonymously. All right. GB says, I had my eye on this guy who's a customer at my work for literally months. Now, like a good bitch, I decided to give him my number and shoot my shot. Hey. Because shoot a shoot. Shoot is shoot, baby. What do you know, bitches? He calls me. Not to mention, this guy is fucking hot. We arrange a date to go to a bar and have dinner and drinks. I play it super cool. Nah, jokes. I bought new fucking shoes and shaved head to toe. <laughs> Saturday comes, we go to a really cute bar and hit it off. I spent five hours having DNMs with this guy and we had hectic chemistry. He literally was asking me if I wanted kids, we started planning our next date and all that shit. We leave the date, he walks me home and we start hooking up. I say, Look, it's not a good idea, but whatever, we keep going. What do you know? Next thing, he's back at mine eating me out. I say to him, Look, Maybe let's just cool down. Let's not have sex until next time. He says, look, I'm not a one and done type of guy. So look, what do you know? We have sex twice and then once again in the morning. Literally, it was so fucking good. I dropped him home and he kissed me goodbye saying, I had such a great time and see you soon. I walked away wanting this guy's babies and over the fucking moon thinking this was the best date of my life. Fast forward to last night when I asked him if he's keen for the date that we were talking about. No reply. And then I get, sorry, I'm not ready for a relationship. I don't want to lead you on by dating you. I had a good time though. Of course I replied to his text and said no dramas, but honestly girls, I'm dying inside. And I can't help but think that it's simply because we slept together on the first date. Also, he's a regular at work, so fuck my life. How do I stop myself from being played? Was it because I had sex on the first date? Love a GB.
0: Oh, my girl. Have I been in that situation? Wow.
1: We've all been in this situation.
0: Can I just say, first things first, Mm -hmm. it's not you that should be embarrassed of like, oh, shit, he comes into my work. Do you know how embarrassed he is? It's like one time I slept with this personal trainer. I was like, fuck, 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 fuck. Now I can never go back to that gym. (laughs) Like he's feeling it tenfold than you are. So So please be kind to yourself about that aspect. But Joes, what are your initial thoughts straight off the bat?
1: Well, my initial thoughts was, I mean, having been in this situation, mm. it's like, first of all, I just, I'm just like, fuck this guy. Because I'm sorry, Jules, but he fucking knew what he was doing. Mm. They always know what they're doing. Mm. He said that bullshit to her because he was trying to get her in the sack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, facts. Mm-hmm. He was. Mm-hmm. We've all been there, you know. Mm-hmm. The nicest a man will ever be to you is when he's trying to fuck you. Oh, 100%. They'll eat out of your hands. I said what I fucking said. Yeah. So, you know, he, he knew what he was doing and, you know, it hurts me that GB's feeling some type of way. Mm-hmm. But if it's any consolation, we've all been in your shoes, baby girl. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing to do with you and everything to do with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's obviously not ready. Yeah. But instead of just manning up and actually stipulating that before they slept together, he thought he'd just get his rocks off. Yeah. Because he knew the chances of him getting sex, you know, were very low if he was just straight up about yeah. what he wanted. So, yeah. you know, yeah. they all do this shit. Yeah. I've been there so many times in my twenties and Look, I I guess I better cover our
0: asses for the legal side of things. Um because <laughs> yeah. um obviously I'm assuming consent was involved because you did mention a couple of times that you said, like, we shouldn't do this, we shouldn't do this. So Yes. That consent, consent was at, involved, yeah. I mean, we're assuming. Like, it absolutely yeah. has to be involved GBs and especially to our younger GBs out there. So I just want to cover our ass there yep. now that we've done that. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy was always going to do that. And that's fine. You know, if, if if they're down to fuck, that is absolutely fine. But I think obviously where the miscommunication was is that you went to um, dinner, you know, you talked about marriage and shit and don't get it tw- – only thing, not mm. that it's your fault, but mm. it's a thing that us girls do is that we dream into like 10 years ahead so when it ends we're so much more hurt.
1: Yes. Hence
0: why she was like, we were talking about um, – Sorry, babe. Sorry, babies. Was Marriage, it something yeah, you know? Yeah. And that that that's an important fact. The fact that she wrote that to us was something that she remembered in her head. Yes, because in order for her to write that to us means that she's thinking of the future.
1: Yes, and she's idealizing completely. Which I talked, I talked which about Which we all this. do. Yeah. I talked about in the intro. I'm I'm guilty of this myself. Yes. And, it, and and of course, babe, we do that all. Yeah. But in doing
0: so, hurts you more. So mm-hmm. let's. So we need to take that away first of all. Take mm. that away. Um, he was always going to do this, whether it be the first date, the third date or the sixth date, he just wanted to sleep with you and God golly he should because you're a fucking babe and obviously you thought something more which hurts. Yeah. Can I just say that please don't think of that like, oh, my God, you're a bit, I hate even saying this word, Jodes. You're a bit slutty for doing so. It does not exist in 2020. And if he fucking thinks that train of thought, boy, bye. That is Bim thoughts. We do not think like that. He can fuck all the way off. Babe, he is not the one for you if that's his way of thinking. I think he just wanted to sleep with a beautiful creature like yourself. Um, and yeah, I think in order to heal, maybe just look at it from like a, it was a good night, obviously had a good time and you had a great, great explosive sex. Maybe if you look at it from that way, it's easier for you to heal a bit faster.
1: And like, I mean, what's the tip for not, I just feel like we've, I've been in so many situations before when I was younger. What, how do we say, like, what is the tip? I will say. <laughs> how, that, how do we not get into a situation again when you're feeling like shit? You know what? Is it getting clarity around the intentions? Nah. What do you think is the best way for girls to go about this situation? I will
0: say, with that being said, with my little I'm – I'm coming off my little pedestal, but yeah. with that being said, the best I feel after a guy ghosts me, which I can say is like days of the week. <laughs> it happens too often. Yeah. It's when I don't sleep with them. Like I remember that stripper guy, remember the stripper who stood me up and he left and I was waiting for him and I was waiting at the dinner table. Yes. So my my saving grace was that I never slept with him and the next day when I was having a vape out on the fucking patio with my girlfriend, I kept saying, thank fuck I didn't sleep with him, thank fuck I didn't sleep with him. So I think – if you're if you really, just really get unsure, hundred percent, mate, am I not the queen of just getting your yeah. nut? But <laughs> what I'm saying, if you're trying to date and if you, you can th- see husband vibes yeah. or whatever, and if you feel in your heart that there might be a flicker of, or oh, is he going to bail? Mm. Honestly, I would say, hold out, just hold out. It. And yeah. it sounds really anti-feminist of me, but trust me, girls, I feel so much better not sleeping with the dirtbags who never called me again.
1: I feel like it's a power thing, eh? Completely. Power to the pussy. The pussy's got power. Completely, yeah. Is that, is that it? I hope that helps. I just fucking feel for her and I just want to, can you just low-key DM, DM me his address because we know I'm the petty one of the two. <laughs> I'll do a little roll. I'll do a little drive-by. Yeah. I'm going to take care of things. <laughs> she will. Don't put it past her. She
0: will. All right, shall we get on to our confession now? confession, yes. All right, confession time. Yo, yo. GB says, thank you so much for writing in. Okay, so to set the scene, this took place on a chill, lazy Sunday morning. Mm. My partner and I woke up after a nice little sleep in and we had nothing on that day except housework. So before we got up, we decided to get down to it. Yes, honey. It's important to know that we were alone in a standalone house. We didn't have to worry about roommates or neighbours sharing a wall. So we start getting to it. And this bitch is very lucky that my guy nearly always makes sure – I get off at least once before we start having sex.
1: Wow, what a king.
0: All right, and I save some for the rest of us. <laughs> Fast forward 20 to 30 minutes and I've come at least 5 times. And oh because we're alone, I was loud, calling him daddy, begging him to fuck me, asking him to spank me, asking him to call me a slut, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We start having sex and it is aggressive and rough. The bed was hitting the wall. I was loud. He was loud. You get the vibe. Anyway, from the beginning to end, we probably are at it for almost two hours. In total, I had come at least 10 times.
1: Wow. I mean, I just love this for her.
0: Each time being very vocal. He comes and we finish up, have a bit of a cuddle, and then we get up and get started on cleaning the bathroom and I get started folding the washing. (laughs) So I'm folding up the washing topless, only wearing little shorts with scratches and bite marks all over my chest and neck. And who walks up the stairs? My partner's dad. Oh, no. Turns out he'd messaged my partner the night before saying that he was going to sleep over. But the message, but the message never sent properly. Oh, so he's had to listen to all of that. His son being called "Daddy, me being loud as fuck, and thus having sex for two hours. Needless to say. I haven't been able to look him in the eye since and I've asked the family to call if they're going to be popping over unexpectedly. (laughs) Because we're freak freaks. I would be like, dinner's off. I'm sorry, um, this is the end of the relationship. (laughs) Have you ever had sex in your parents' bedroom or the house, the marital bed?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, my father was so strict on me growing up. If I had a boy over, the door had to be open.
0: Yeah, completely.
1: But in saying that, a few weeks ago when I was having sex, um, Dad was calling me and I I accidentally um, hit green on the call. Oh, God. What were you doing? Were you getting spanked from behind? No, I think I was just on top or something. and I could see that it was ringing. And and you know when you just fumble the phone? I was like, I nearly picked off. Fuck, it would have been so awkward. We're just like,
0: I'm just at the gym. I'm so fit now, Dad. (laughs) 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 Such a passion for my fitness. (laughs) I think that's it. Next episode will be our final episode for the year. So sad. So sad. What am I going to do with myself? We have merch coming out though finally. I feel like we've been talking about this for two years. Um, It would be perfect for summer, a little hint. Yes. Um, But we will be dropping more info about that probably in a few days' time after this episode comes out. But please rate, review and subscribe on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, you can always follow us at Goodbee Podcast. We are always posting spicy content and we will continue to post even when we're offline over Christmas. Absolutely, we will. You can always write to us anonymously at www.goodbeepodcast.com and we will see you in a fortnight time.
1: We bloody love ya! Bloody love you good bitches.